Hi, this is Terry Dismore, and you're listening to the Quiz the Diz podcast. Terry brings years of experience in consulting, management, leadership, and life. In this podcast, Terry answers questions about these topics, bringing wisdom from a kingdom perspective. Our website is quizthediz.com. Now here's the Diz. Hey there, and have I got some good news for you today. I'm going to answer one of those questions that you've always had, and that's this. Do you like to be told what to do? Oh, I know you do. I know you love to be told, go stand in that line and, and don't do this and don't do that. I don't know too many people that like to be told what to do. And yet, since 2020, half the population likes to be told what to do, or it seemed like they did. And uh, this one I'm going to talk about today. We're going to talk a little bit about the pandemic and our reaction to that. I'm going to talk some about the election. You know, I rarely talk politics on here, and I think I'm going to end that practice, and I'm going to tell you why. I believe that there are aspects of thought that we need to be thinking about on the Quiz That Is podcast that have to do with a kingdom answer to what's going on in our world, because I really believe that it can all be answered with the kingdom of God. I really do. So let's jump into it and see what we what we think about. Ever since the 2020 election, every article that comes out about the election and about Mr. Trump's reaction to the election and about the reaction of people on January 6th to the election and the reaction to uh, Vice President Pence to the election and the reaction to Mr. Biden to the election and how this, that, and the other. Almost every article that I read says this. The obviously uh, false accusations that Mr. Trump is making or the obviously well-run election or the obvious... Well, okay, so here's the question. That's kind of said over and over and over again. Do you ever wonder why? Well, it would be like me coming to you and said, hey, Bob, did you realize that the sky is blue? The obvious thing is the sky is blue. Uh, Oh, you know, that water over there in the puddle is wet. You'd better be careful with it. Oh, you know, the sun is bright. You've got to be careful with that, too. It's all just like, why do they have to insist on saying things like that? And I think I know the, the answer for that is because they know things we don't. Now, I, you know, when this originally happened back in 2020, I had my own thoughts about it. I had my own prayer life about it. I realized what the Lord had said to me, and I was like, okay, all right, so what happened to that? And he goes, well, what I said was going to happen, happened. And so I looked at it, and I'm like, okay, yeah, but what happened to it? And why do they keep insisting? Why do people, I hate to use the word they, but why do people on the opposite side of how I feel about it continue to insist that, well, it's obviously right, and obviously he won? Okay, I think there's enough question to be had to allow us to ask those questions. There's enough questions about how a man that campaigned from his basement got 80 million votes. And the man that didn't campaign from his basement got 15 million more votes than he'd gotten the first time and still lost. And how some of the things that I've seen, like in the 2000 Mules movie, I haven't seen the whole movie, but I've seen clips of it, are obvious questions. And we're told, you can't answer those questions. You can't answer those questions. Those, Those aren't for you to ask. Well, why? Why are those not for me to ask? Well, uh, you know, the, they never went to court. Oh, they never were given standing in court. 
Now, one of the good things I think about one of the uh, Mr. Trump's trials that's going on now in Georgia is it's going to require the other side, the side that said, no, obviously there was no fraud, is going to require them to bring evidence of such to court. They haven't had to do that before. And we've not been, the side that I'm on, the one that is like, eh, I kind of think there's something fishy going on. Maybe, and, and l- let me preface all this. Actually, I'm well into it, about four minutes into this now. But I will preface this by saying Mr. Biden was elected by the uh, Electoral College, and he is our president. And I hear people all the time, well, not my president. Hey, listen to what? He is your president. You like it or not, he's the guy in the office. So I respect the office. I respect the office enough to pray for the man in the office, whether it's somebody I like or somebody that I disagree with. I still pray for the person in the office. You want to know why? Because I'm told to. In the word, it says we need to pray for those that are in authority over us. We believe that God puts people in authority over us. I'm actually kind of glad in a way, and it's obtuse, but I'm kind of glad in a way that Mr. Biden won. Let me tell you why is because it has revealed the corruption inside our government like never before. We're like, eh, it can't be that bad. And now you look at it and you're like, oh my gosh, just the election alone. It's like, oh, you can't talk about that. Well, why can't I talk about that? It's a free country, First Amendment. I have freedom of speech. I have, And I can say what I want. Well, not online. If uh, the people at Facebook and formerly Twitter used to be like, hey, you can't mention it here or Instagram or anywhere else. Oh, you can't mention that. You're shot down because, well, that's misinformation. Well, really? Is it? Why don't we ask those questions? Why am I not allowed to ask those questions? And the reason is, is because we'll get to talking amongst ourselves and go, hey, something's fishy over here. It's kind of like with, and I'm going to tie these things together in a little bit, but it's kind of like with the pandemic response. So in March of 2020, we're all like, yep, got to go in two two weeks to uh, flatten the curve. Okay, we'll do that. What we didn't realize at the time is we were being lied to. Uh, There was no intent of flattening the curve in two weeks. That was just a, well, we're going to control you. We're going to see what we can do. I have thought for a while that the whole thing that happened on uh, March the 20th was a trial run to see how quickly they could get us to be obedient in this country. Well, the problem with it was we were being presented with what were called scientific facts that were not. They were not scientifically uh, accurate. That we were, oh, well, it's, you know, it's a virus that came out of a wet market in Wuhan, China. no. We now know that there were uh, experiments going on even in this country on that virus in 2018 in Montana. And we keep finding stuff out like that. And it's like, well, wait a minute. Why were we lied to? Well, we were lied to in order to manipulate us. See, the spirit of fear is a strong spirit. Now, what is fear? Well, fear is not faith. We know that. Well, actually, it is faith in a bad outcome. It's corrupted faith. So we think about our faith. You know, if you're a believer, if you believe in in God and and, uh, you happen to be a Christian and you believe in Jesus, and you're like, oh, I know what I believe. I know what I think. And faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen. Well, if you twist that and you corrupt it like the enemy does, it's still the same thing. Uh, Fear is the substance of things we hope we don't get and the evidence of things that, again, we haven't seen, but our bodies, our minds, our wills, our emotions, all of that react to it. You're like, oh, I never thought about that before. So fear comes into the equation 
on it honestly it's used on both sides i'm not going to deny that i'm not going to sit here and go oh well we've never done that obviously we've done that but we we will look at and let people talk about the things that we see and be like wait a minute there's something going on here that i want to know about so like with the whole pandemic response do you remember how important it was to mask up how vital that it was to put a mask on I remember the first store in Columbus that I remember going to that wouldn't let you in without a mask was Menards. Now, that's odd. Why wouldn't they let you go into Menards? Great big open space inside and, you know, all the stuff in there and people aren't right up next to each other. Why was that? Well, because they're from Wisconsin and Wisconsin decided early on that everybody needed to mask up. In Ohio, that wasn't true until July. Well, what happened between March and July? Yeah, people got sick. We were treating them with a a drug that obviously didn't work. I lost two friends, maybe four, to Redemsevere because that's how they were treated. They weren't treated with drugs that might actually work. They were never allowed to take uh, ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. And I really believe one of the reasons they weren't allowed to is because Mr. Trump in April of 2020 said, well, these might work. Oh, no, no, we can't have that. So since then, we've seen thousands of people die. Now, I'm not saying that the people in the NHS and the, uh, you know, Mr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci, I'm not saying anybody killed anybody. I don't know the answer to that. I haven't studied it enough. I just know what it looks like. And it looks like we had fairly good knowledge of what was going on. And either there was an accident or on purpose, this was released into the general population. I don't know whether it was an accident or not. I will tell you that Nay and I were in Southern California and Central California and Northern California in January of 2020. Well, you know, the Wuhan virus had not made it to the United States by then. Well, of course it had. It had been here for months probably by then. There's some indication that it had been here since September or October of 2019. And so, Here's what happened with that. Because we didn't know what was going on, we weren't, we weren't told the truth at the time. We couldn't make decisions on our own. We weren't allowed to uh, go to our doctor and say, you know, I really want to try this ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. We weren't allowed to do that. Big stores weren't allowed to sell it. So I'm in a quandary because here it is. It's September of 2020. Nay and I are both sick with COVID. Uh, I've lost, by this time, three friends to COVID. I had one friend that he and his wife went into the hospital in, uh, I think it was August, and she never came out. She had to die in a room by herself while he looked on because even though he had had COVID, well, you know, we can't let you in there. Then my uh, second mom and dad from when I was growing up in Southern Indiana, my best friend's parents, they both died on the same day of it. Again, being treated with Redemsevere. And then My best friend, who had been taking care of his parents, got it. He and his wife went in the hospital, and he never came out. Well, they gave him some ivermectin on the last day, on the last day of his life. Oh, we tried. No, you didn't. You didn't try at all because that drug is supposed to be used early on. So we're in a quandary. Our doc, we called her. We're like, you know, we don't feel right. Have you had a test? No, we haven't had a test. Go get a test. Let's see what, what you find out. So we go get a test. It shows positive. There are people that think all, you know, a lot of COVID tests showed positive when you didn't have it. We've got a friend that's a chemist. He's like, this whole thing it wasn't false. It wasn't fake. It's real, but it wasn't what they made it out to be. It was to scare us. 
Well, I'm not sure that he's not right. And so, um, Nay and I called her doc and she said, can you get some ivermectin? And I'm like, I don't know. I, you know, so I called around Kroger. No, nah, we don't carry it. Can't, can't prescribe that. Um, Walmart. Nope. Sam's club. Nope. You know, I called everywhere and I prayed about it and I felt the Lord say, Hey, call Pickerington pharmacy. Well, I didn't. I'm thinking oh, Pickerington pharmacy is not going to have it. They're a little bitty place. Well, Pickerington pharmacy has an affiliate uh, self-pay pharmacies, what they call it, an affiliate self-pay pharmacy. And because they're self-pay, they're not under the regulations of the insurance industry. And so guess who had ivermectin? And guess who had hydroxychloroquine? So I called my doc. I said, we can get that now. She said, how do you feel? Well, we feel better. Honestly, it only does you good at the beginning of the disease. That's what they found out, that it only does you good at the beginning of the disease. And so we never got it. We could have. We can still get it today. I was just talking to that pharmacist uh, this week, and he said, oh, yeah, I still, still carry it right here in the store. Well, we were made, uh, that's horse paste. And, you know, uh, Trump brought it up, so it's like, and it, it, it was as if everything that came out of the uh, opposing viewpoint was made out to be a lie. Everything. And so now we're in September of 2020, we're moving toward the election. You know what we're going to do is we're going to give everybody paper ballots because they sure can't stand in line. Well, we all know that now was a lie as well. And, of course, you can stand in line. Now, well, we don't want people to, you know, uh, uh, they don't need to identify themselves. I haven't figured out yet why I have to have an ID to get on an airplane, why I have to have an ID if I bought alcohol. I have to have an I'm 62, and I still have to have an ID to buy something like that. I have to have an ID for a lot of things. And yet to vote, nah, we don't want that. Now in Ohio, you do. We have some common sense voting laws here. And it's like, no, we want to know who you are. If you're not a citizen of this country, we don't want you voting. Not in our elections. And why is that? Well, because it's for citizens. Well, then that all blew up, and I think that's where the problem in the 2020 election came. Was there too many ballots out there that were unidentified? Now, were there 80 million of them? No. And I don't think that uh, that Mr. Trump really had that many, if any, fake ballots. And here, let me tell you why. Uh, they wouldn't want to do that. To, and honestly, I don't want a fake ballot toward my candidate. I want every ballot to be of a human being that actually voted that's alive that vote votes once, and we know who they are. <laughs> I mean, I don't care how you vote. You vote how you want to. It doesn't matter to me. I mean, it matters to me from a standpoint of I think there's a right way and a wrong way, but I don't care how you vote. We can be friends. You can vote opposite of me and still be my friend. I don't care. As a matter of fact, I've got some friends I know always vote opposite of me. It's okay. I don't care. But here's the final point of that, and that's this. We were told there was nothing wrong and there was absolutely no fraud in the election and we're never allowed to investigate it and to bring it up to anybody. That bothers me and it bothers me to this day. And so we're about a year, when this is being recorded, we're about a year out from the 2024 election. We kind of know who the Republican candidate looks like it's going to be right now. We don't know who the Democrat candidate's going to be. I don't know that's going to be Mr. Biden. He has uh, the opportunity to do it. I don't think the Democrats are going to tell him no, but they might. I don't know. But here's the thing. I want to see us go into an election where we actually understand the process and we understand that the votes are not fraudulent 
And yet there are people across this country that are fighting to get paper ballots mailed to every address, no matter what. And that bothers me. And yes, because I have freedom of speech, and frankly, because I pay for this position on this podcast, I can say that. Well, one of the things that's bothered me for a while is we don't understand how we elect people. And I had a great conversation with a friend of mine a few months ago. As a matter of fact, it was right after the 2020 election. I want to talk about that, about the Electoral College the next time we get together and how that works and why it's there. I've explained it to her, and she was clueless. She had no idea. Well, I want to talk to you about that the next time on the Quiz That Is podcast. Our website is quizthatis.com. You can reach me at terry at quizthatis.com. Look forward to hearing your questions and your comments. Whether you agree with me or not, I look forward to hearing from you. Would you take a moment and rate our podcast where you get it and let your friends know about us? And remember, God has a plan for your life and for your nation, and we're here to help you find it. The Quiz That Is podcast is produced by Prosper Leadership. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe and let your friends know about Quiz That Is.